This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well... That's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. What was your favorite pandemic snack? That's the question we're asking on the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com, everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Hello. And uh, 651-641-1071. What was your favorite pandemic snack? Bradley, why are we asking? Oh, thanks for asking why we're asking. We're You're asking welcome. why we're asking because um, I read this whole piece in the takeout on the food trends for 2021 and specifically snacks and treats because it's that time of year again. Mm. And in fact, this is probably the first one in a long time. 2021's Sweets and Snacks Expo is well underway um, in Indianapolis or was three days of just snack love and goodness. Anyway, um, I read through day one of a person's experience at the snack and sweets expo. And I just, they talk a lot about how our snacking changed or didn't during the pandemic. And actually we all ran towards snacks. And so it's like a bumper year for the Mm -hmm. snack uh, world. Um, but then they talk about Had some, a lot of eat, feelings to I eat. Mean, we did right. Like, well, and not only that, but if you think about it, it makes total sense. Like we weren't getting anything outside of our house. Like we didn't show up and like at Bev's desk, mm-hmm. there was like a treat dish. So True. it's like you were used to getting treats in a lot more different places outside your house. And makes sense. so you had to bring them in. So now that you're used to bringing them in snack purveyors are like, Let's take this opportunity to shove as many snacks and treats in their pie holes. Anyway, um, thanks, Count Dracula. Yeah, <laughs> you're right. Welcome. I don't know. <laughs> One uh, delicious snack. So that just got me thinking on the whole uh, snack line. And I will tell you, I did not get through the pandemic without the aid of ice cream. That was our snack of choice mm-hmm. in our home, which is not a usual thing. That was a very much a pandemic, pandemic thing. Like thing. I don't like to keep ice cream in the house because it never lasts beyond one meal. It calls to you. Yeah, it's just like, eat it all right it's now. It's in the freezer being like, come and get me. Yeah, exactly. So for me, it was ice cream. I can tell you while we're waiting. Well, we don't need to um, wait, but we let's can. Let's not wait. Uh, but if we ever want to know what some of the trends are next year, we can get to those at some point, too. But let's go right to the phones, shall we? 651-641-1071. What was your favorite pandemic snack? Let's go to Dawn. Hello, Dawn. Dawn, what was your favorite pandemic snack? So after the first couple months of gaining weight, I decided I probably shouldn't be a complete crud show for the whole pandemic. And so I went looking for spices, seasonings to replicate things we enjoyed eating out. And I found a seasoning for... Well, I found a bunch of seasoning through a company, um, but it's um, their their guacamole seasoning. I will never eat at a restaurant ever again guacamole. It is oh, die wow. for. You add literally one tablespoon to two avocados, a splash of lemon juice if you'd like, and that's it. What's it called again? So it's, I, I I work for the company now. I fell in love with it so much. I no, are you kidding me right goodness. now? I'm not even kidding. It's called Epicure. E P I C U R E. 
That's awesome. I love it. And so they have an amazing uh, avoc- or, uh, guacamole seasoning. All right, we'll put they it on the list. They have amazing everything. They're based out of Canada. And because they're from Canada, everything is sugar and sodium conscious. They can't put all the garbage we can in the United States in our food. And it, 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 everything, as a chubby chick, I wouldn't eat it if it didn't taste good. Everything is amazing. Awesome. I love well, it. Well, thank you thank for sharing. Thank you, Dawn. Uh, we've got Kara on the line. Kara, what was your favorite pandemic snack? Hi, Kara. Hi, Kara. Or is it Kara? Hi, guys. Hi, it's Kara because I care about Aww, you. We Aww. care about you, too. So you're saying that Kara's don't care about us, just Kara's. <laughs> just Kara. Okay. <laughs> what was your favorite pandemic snack, Kara? Well, I discovered that I have love for alcohol, but only when it was dipped in vodka and in a fancy martini glass. Okay, so you cut out there, and all we heard is mar- Va- I heard vodka, vodka and, and a martini, martini glass. glass. Which actually sounds like a great snack yep. to me. <laughs> oh, oh Kara. poor Kara. Well, all I got from Kara is that she hit the bottle a little bit over the pandemic. We're sorry, Kara, honey. We care about oh, you, but you'll have to call you. back another time. Sorry, honey. Let's go to Anne. Hi, Anne. Anne, what was your favorite pandemic snack? Good and plenties. Ooh. Oh, that's a throwback. I know, right? And I rediscovered them. I was like, oh, Dollar Tree. Oh, my goodness. Let me try. They were so fresh. Oh, I'm I so love sorry, it. Sorry, but good night. Yeah. Good and plenty. I like the good thanks, and, Anne. Thanks, Anne. I like the good and fruity. What What's the different? Okay, good and plenty is like the licorice. Licorice. And then what's good and fruity? It's just fruity flavored. Oh, okay. Sounds good to me. Yeah. So it's like that same chewy. It's just not the licorice flavor. Okay. Oh, I see. I don't even know if they still make good and fruities. I'm not seeing it on the internet, unfortunately. Oh, well. Uh, and, the, you know, the Internet has everything. 651-641-1071. What was your favorite pandemic snack? What are some of the favorites that came out of this uh, explosion of snacks? In- oh, uh, at the uh, Snack, snack Fest yeah. 2000 or whatever it's called. Um, so one of the trends that you've probably seen around is mushrooms. Apparently, everybody's like going gaga for snacky mushrooms. What? Um, so like, for example, freeze dried mushrooms, like crispy chip like experiences, shiitake mushrooms that are freeze dried and salted crispy like a potato chip. Oh, that's interesting. Um, lots of energy stuff. So wake up bars, things with caffeine shoved in it. Mm. Then there was like this whole thing of like, and I'm sure it's the uh, keto people of America, um, pork rind cheese crisps. I mean, I would try them. Yeah. So apparently they figured out a way to marry um, cheese and pork skin. Okay. In order to make it taste good. Um, and then just a variety of other like random things. I guess people are like not wanting all the salt in their life. So great. Salt is. I love salt. I do too. I'm. Until somebody tells me not to, I'm going to be eating salt. He's going to be salt. We've got Michelle on the line. Hi, Michelle. Michelle, what was your favorite pandemic snack? Oh, so this is kind of like a little bit for like entertaining too. But the few times I got together with people outside, um, we would do these little mini charcuterie boards. And a bunch of local companies have started doing them. and they're so great. You can do them vegan or add meat or anything. They're really fun. You know what, Michelle? I, I used to do it. I did the same thing whenever I've ha- I'd have people over. I'd make like little individual charcuteries so that we could all sit and have ours individual without having to go. Yeah. To like a 
Yeah, save time by a brief, Bradley. Charcoots. <laughs> Thank you, Michelle, uh, for your call. Yeah, I mean, and there are some good ones out there. Let's go to Dina. Hello, Dina. Dina, you'll have the final word. What was your favorite pandemic snack? Mine was queso, so chips and queso. Mm. Where did you get your queso from? You know, I can I name a place? Yeah, or of not? course. Yeah. Okay, it's... It was just a drive up from Qdoba. So I'm 51 with a high energy eight year old. Uh, so it was like the only thing, of course, now you have to work off the queso, but right. it was our, our little drive up treat because, um, you know, it was just go, go, go when right. you had homeschooling for that time. Oh, so. <laughs> for sure. Well, thank you for that hot tip, Dina. Literally hot, hot queso tips from Qdoba. All right. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, Speaking of food, we are going to put something in our mouths because today is cheat day. Uh, check out and see what we're going to be eating after this on My Talk 1071. It's Friday on the Colleen and Bradley show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Well, hello there. And on Fridays, we do something special. What do we do? Oh, right. At, uh, on the show right now, uh, right. we eat stuff. It's called cheating on our diets because uh, we are on not on diets. But you know what I'm saying. We throw our dietary caution out the window. We do what we want. stick naughty things in our mouths that we can talk about on the air. Dirty, rotten cheetah. Cheat day taste test. Stick this in your mouth. What are we putting in our mouth? Well, it's called the Epic Stuffed Crust Pizza. Epic Stuffed Crust Epic. Pizza. And it's from Papa John's. And it really just, ooh, is a oh little. Oh, my God. Oh, I was Calm trying to down. show it to the camera, so and it slid. Epic. It's like a pizza. It looks just it's like, like a, a pizza. pizza. It's a 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 pizza. But the crust is stuffed. I oh, mean, yeah. it is. It's hard to. Here, we'll do the. You did say that it seemed rather hefty. It's so heavy. Hefty crust. Hefty, I, it, hefty it, crust, it, it, crust. It apparently only comes in one size because I didn't get to choose a size. Because it's, it's so hefty. It's, epic. It's super heavy, though. It is like, heavy. What's in this epic substantial. stuff? Substantial. Cheese? Oh, I thought there was like other stuff in there. No, I don't understand why it's epic. Yeah, because isn't like stuffed crust pizzas just pizza with... Yeah, I mean, crust? I don't know what makes it epic. It's just, I don't know. Well, let's see what they have to say yeah. for themselves. Let's, let's try it. Epic. Is, Go oh, for it. It's going to be so epic. Do I start? But quick question before. You should start with the crust. Thank you. Because we you don't care about the pizza say. part, right? All right. I mean, so yeah. Colleen's putting uh, the crust in her mouth. Mm-hmm. She's getting it really up in there. And <laughs> she's chewing it now. Mm-hmm. The only thing that I can say from the website is if you want more cheese, they know the answer. And this is it. Oh, this is the answer? <laughs> yeah, this is the answer to more cheese. Smells like stuffed crust I mean, pizza. It's good. Does stuffed crust pizza smell like a different kind of pizza than just regular pizza? <laughs> it's just really cheesy. I was cheesy. trying to make words, Holly, so mm-hmm. that it wasn't boring. Oh, thanks, I don't know if you know this. <laughs> we have to talk on the air. <laughs> yeah. I mean, what do you think? Like, it's good. It tastes like a Papa John's pizza <laughs> with stuffed crust pizza. Pizza. I'm sorry. Well, I'm crust. trying to see if there's a squirt factor here no. with the cheese. Oh, okay. okay. First that of was, all, I don't need to hear the word squirt. We didn't need squirt. to say that. Second I will all, say it's tepid because it's been... Yeah, but it hasn't been sitting. that long. No. 
I mean, it's like you somebody stuffed a cheese stick in the pizza. Yeah, that's but all it is. Don't you expect that? Yeah. I'm not having an unexpected experience. I know, and that's frustrating, especially when, if you're going to call it epic, it better be epic. It better, like, do something to me. Like, my mouth should be, like... Mm-hmm. Excited. Full. Like, it's, you know... I would eat... Hollywood, trust did you me, do I would it eat yet? that. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to eat it. Yeah. It's um, fine. It's not... Epic is the wrong word. What's that's the what word? That's what I'm upset about. It's... How about just stuffed crust? <laughs> I kind of want them to put, like, didn't somebody at one point put pepperoni in the stuffed crust? Maybe. But I think you're right, Bradley. It would be nice if you could choose some other options to have accompany the cheese. Yeah, like So the cheese doesn't stand alone. (laughs) Maybe some garlic butter. (laughs) Some sausage bits. You can because you get the free garlic dipping sauce with the... Yeah, uh, but I mean, do something for me other than sticking cheese in. Yeah. The crust. Maybe put some herbs in it. Yeah. I, would, I would enjoy a herb or two, you know. Um, maybe some fresh basil. Um, something that makes it epic. Like, nothing's making that There's epic. There's nothing epic. Like, maybe two kinds of cheese? That would be good. Right? Right? Or uh, peanut butter? Okay. No. Listen, I was just thinking outside the box. Wrong establishment mm, for that. Thank Although, you. Although I'm surprised, actually, nobody's done anything with the pizza and peanut butter. Actually, we did. Do you remember? Uh, no, we did yeah, chocolate chuck bake a pizza. Yeah, there was no what peanut else butter. We did? Oh, we did the Reese's Pieces. Reese's Pieces egg peanut butter pizza. Or mm-hmm. Reese's peanut, peanut butter, butter egg, egg pizza. pizza. That was disgusting. Yeah, well, <laughs> chocolate bake a pizza was a winner. It was a winner. Did you try chocolate bake a pizza? I don't Holly? think Holly was with us then. Mm-hmm. Oh, do you know what Chocabaca Pizza is? No. Chocabaca Pizza. Well, try to guess, given what I just gave you. Chocabaca Pizza. Chocabaca. Uh-huh. Chocolate. Uh-huh. Bacon. Mm-hmm. Pizza. It was. Chocolate chips, bacon, and then you'd put the mozzarella on top, and it was actually decent. Yeah. It was good. The cheese was the thing that I was most concerned about, but it's saying to me it was good. It was It was Dairy. delightful. It was good. Um... I'm sorry, but I'm feeling like a uh, displeasure about. I'm feeling it's a not bad. Up. No, it's good. I would it's say fine. I don't know how you feel, but I would say maybe a three, just because it's just like mediocre or two and a half, like whatever down the middle is. That's how I'm two feeling. and a half. Yeah, right. Two and a half. Yeah, out of five. Yeah, or no, is three the middle? Three's the middle of five, right? Yeah, well, three stars. Two point five is the middle of five. Okay. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo Concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Like when you're looking at five stars, three is the middle. Three is the middle, and and we're looking at cobras. 
I'm going to give it, yeah, I'm with you. I'm going to give it three Cobras. <laughs> what? I don't know. I'm trying to do math, and I'm like, that doesn't make any sense that it would be in the middle. But three when is the you middle, look at the five, number. that's the third, the middle number. Yeah, it is. It's the middle number. But it's three. not half. What's your favorite finger? <laughs> Just out of curiosity. Uh, I imagine Holly's favorite finger but right you know now what? is a that's, middle But finger. let's do that. Let's do that, right? Five. Don't do it. But your middle <laughs> finger is your three. It's the third finger. See? That one? Yeah, yeah, so it's three cobras. Ouch. Holly. Ouch. I'm going to give this 2.5. Okay. I'm go- the numerical middle is what this slice of pizza will receive. I agree though like that it needs something it just needs something more it's not epic don't if you're gonna sell me epic give me epic Mm -hmm. and the only thing epic about it was that it was really heavy and there is a qr code on the cover of the pizza that you can use to like learn more about your epic pizza experience epic stuffed crust pizza from papa john's i'm not trying to deter people from getting it get it just know what you're getting i there's another pizza in town of a stuffed crust nature mm-hmm. that I would order first. Yeah. I will say what they had. There were other things at Papa John's that I would have, would have been interested in. Trying. I can say pizza. Hut. I'm, like, yeah, I'm trying to be nice to Papa John's. I mean, thank you. We bought it. So it's not like they, you know, dropped Did anything pizza. special for us. No, um, I would rather go with the pizza hut um, for the stuffed crust yeah. experience. Yeah. They do have something. They do have things at uh, Papa John's called pizza Diaz. That I was excited about. Someday I may try. And then they also had these stuffed. Now this was interesting. They had these stuffed um, cheese and uh, jalapeno pepper bites. Okay. And I'm thinking if they would have put some jalapeno pepper in there, yeah, that would have do like a jalapeno popper stuffed crust pizza. Yeah. That'd be awesome. Oh. Then I'd be interested. Then that that would be epic. That would rise to epic. Um, but yeah, I don't know. You know, Bradley's still eating the pizza. I mean, yeah. it's pizza. Yeah. It's good. Um, mm-hmm. All right. Yeah, so it was pizza. It was pizza. Let me just throw this out there on the table, so to speak, during cheat day. If there are things that you think we need to try, if you want to tell us about them, yeah, send us an email, us. send us a tweet. But also, it helps us to know where you found it, where you saw it. If you say, hey, try this, and then tell us where you saw it. Because then, because some things you can't get at any old place. Yeah. But if you can tell us where you saw it, we'll find it at that place, and then we'll try it for you. All right, when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, celebrities behaving badly, we call them. Be back. We'll tell you about them after this on My Talk 1071. Celebrities behaving badly. We love to tell you about them on the Colleen and Bradley show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainer. Hello. And uh, we have a name for these celebrities behaving badly, and that name is... Bags. Presenting Lord and Lady Douchebag of the Day. Ta-da! Who's your D-bag, Wendy Williams? What'd she do now? Oh, I love that you were like, Wendy Williams! Because we haven't heard about her in a while, right? right? N- exactly. Well, I saw this article in the Daily Mail. Now, I did not watch this firsthand, so I'm just going to tell you the story, and um, I think you'll probably have the same reaction I did, but like, if you watched it and you have a different reaction, feel free to share oh, it. However, over at the Daily Mail, uh, they told us that Wendy Williams sparked some outrage uh, the other day, uh, I think yesterday. She loves to do that. For saying that uh, she wished death to Jamie and Lynn Spears. What? 
after Britney's shocking testimony. Now, that's the Daily Mail's characterization. Okay. okay I realize we're dealing with a dumpster fire most days True. over at the Daily Mail. But apparently toward the end of her discussion about the end of Britney's hopeful 13-year or hopeful end of the 13-year conservatorship, mm-hmm. um, an irate Williams said, quote, how dare you, Mr. Spoo... Mr. Spools? Mr. Spewers, Mr. Spears, how dare you, Mr. Spears? You had me fooled, and you too, Mrs. Spears. Death to all of them, Ooh. which caused several audience members to audibly gasp. Well, yeah. So, like, I I tried to think to myself, like, is there a way in which you just say that offhandedly? And maybe you didn't think that all the way through. But I kind of feel like you just don't ever wish death to anyone, Mm-mm. even if you're joking. Especially on TV, especially in the year 2021, because there are people listening. And I'm not saying that people would act on that behavior, but I just feel like like we get away with saying a lot of silly things. I don't think we would joke about, you know, death to so-and-so. No, we just don't do that. Also, I mean, I understand. I I do understand, you know, having some choice words for the Spears parents, right? Whose job it is to help protect their children. By the way, their child, a 39-year-old woman, has been uh, completely controlled by a conservatorship that was helmed by her own father. Now, I would say... I do. I would be. I would like to be front and center for the Oprah interview with with Lynn Spears to find out where she was during all of this and why she wasn't, you know, helping speak up or, you know, or maybe she was and we just never heard about it. True. I mean, that's a good. I mean, that doesn't make sense of her speaking up, but maybe she was. What I'm saying is maybe she was doing things behind the scenes that we don't even know. Um, but I, I certainly, to your point, I don't think that the message is death to those people. No, like maybe arrest them. I would be fine with that. Look, like, in, I, look I think, into it. Yeah. What I, yeah. Okay. You're trying uh, to convey emotion. What I'm saying is look like. Look into you too. <laughs> like what I'm saying is I understand the emotion. Yeah. I think there's a better way to express the emotion hyperbolically that does not include death. Yeah. So agreed. you could say like. Arrest those criminals knowing that you don't actually want them to be arrested, but you are not also implying death. Right. Right. I don't know. Right. No, it's okay to say like they have responsibility here. Yeah. We can hold them accountable for that. Yeah, exactly. But we don't need to do. We don't need to. We don't. We shouldn't do the death. No, we don't need to be doing that. So Mm. less death, Wendy Williams. Okay. Um. Would you like to know who my D-bag is? I mean, yeah. Otherwise, this segment's going to be really short and awkward silence will ensue. Okay. Well, I don't want to do that. But Holly, you know what? Can we roll the gooper scoopers? Because it's like a twofer. Oh, a twofer scooper. It's Mm -hmm. like a D-bag inception. It is. We call this. the gooper scoopers. They are going to find you stuff that's dumb on Goopa, scoopa, goopa, scoopa. That's just what they at Grand Old Creamery, they call it a single split. Oh. So you get two scoops for one. For the price of one. Well, it's one scoop. It's just two scoops within the one scoop. Because a double scoop is a much bigger scoop. So it's scoop. two flavors for the price of one. Yeah. Got it. Well, uh, it is one of those. Um, because... As the story goes, have you ever... I've never personally been to... Um, Oh, shoot. Now I'm going to get this wrong. San Francisco. Yes. 
You're going to get no. San Francisco wrong? No, it's because I... Have you I, ever been to the... Okay, I don't know how you pronounce... How do you say... I get San Francisco and San Diego mixed up. Oh. And that's going to come Francisco. into play. No, that's going to come into play here in a second. Okay. Okay, because on Google... How do you say... <laughs> Cucumber? Uh, okay, go on. On Goop, uh, they did a Goop guide about all the really wonderful, cool things to do and see in San Francisco. Okay, okay which Great. there are Me. a lot, and my God, I want to go back. Okay, so yeah, they're like, they're like Riceroni's fantastic. They didn't say they that. Didn't say they that, didn't say that, please. No, but they did a list of all the great things that uh, Painted can ladies. be seen in, in San Francisco. I don't Full even house. know if that was on the list, but what I do know was on the list is the following. <clears throat> they named uh, a hotel that is, quote, new and great in San Francisco. Okay. And uh, that hotel is located in... a hotel. Right? Mm-hmm. Is located in Cambria. I don't know what that is. Yeah, well, you know why? Because it's not in San Francisco. Cambria is like a whole new, a whole different city that's 250 miles south of the Bay Area. Oh, so they did like a grape salad on San Francisco. 100%. Uh, they, uh, called it, uh, it's called the, is it the, no, that's not it. I'm trying to find the name of this ding dang hotel. Oh, it's a hotel in Cambria. Uh, and it is 250 miles from San Francisco on the list of things that are new and great and wonderful to visit in San Francisco. That seems like a bit of a stretch. That's like saying like, oh, there's this great place in uh, Minneapolis. It's called La Crosse. Right? Wait, that's what? Not even in, that's not even in Minnesota. Yeah. I feel what? like people would do that anyways. Though. Yeah. That's D- true. Yeah, like I'm from La Crosse. I say I'm from the cities. Well, maybe they don't do that, but people like in Hudson. But here's my thing about that, and this is, I mean, a lesson to all people, but really for Goop, like maybe if you're going to do a, a listicle of the cool things to do in San Francisco. You might want to put the person who's from San Francisco on that beat. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Well, and that's, yeah, that is a greater problem facing like the world. media in general. There's nobody left to cover anything because it's all robots. Right. I'm just saying, like, if you're going to do a list of the best things to do in Minnesota, put the person on the staff that's from Minnesota on the beat because, yeah. or I don't know, type it in Google and see what the address is. Right? Like, is it that least, hard? At least to proof your work. Yeah. Well, this D- thing is like near San Simeon. What? Yeah. I don't even know what yeah, that it's means. Yeah, it's a whole different San by Hearst Castle. Well, isn't San Simeon the name of the that's, estate? Uh. Yeah, it's her San Simeon State Park. What I'm saying is it's a real long way mm-hmm. from San Francisco. Yeah, so yeah. that's dumb. She should know better. Isn't she in on the West Coast? Yeah. Well, you know. You'd think California. Know. You would think. One would think. Yeah. But again, it's Gwyneth. But see, here's the other thing. Here's the other thing. Uh, we, I will blame Gwyneth I, for everything that Goop does weird. And it's not all her. Right? So this was obviously not Gwyneth sitting down like licking the tip of her pencil and writing down like these are the things I love in San Francisco. <laughs> How she talks when she's writing. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> she talks like this. Is, this is my Here's my list of boys. things I love in San Francisco. She didn't do that. It was somebody on staff, but it's all under the goop umbrella and it's dumb. And so, you know. Um know. yeah, I hate that kind of stuff because then it just makes you well, I mean and they do it, you know, 
the only person this is going to hurt is them. Right? Apparently, because yeah, you like because I read one of those stories and I'm like, OK, well, I'm not listening to you ever again when it comes to recommendations, because I know you're just like, you know, plunking things well, down on just the keyboard, throwing stuff out there. Holly, another thing, and you'll probably know what this means. I do not know what this means, because, again, I am not familiar with uh, California, but apparently they also indicate that Oakland is a San Francisco neighborhood. Yeah. Um, so that's a no, right? Uh, no, it's a whole city. Oakland is a city yeah. across the bay. Yeah. From San Francisco, correct? So, correct. Yeah. So there. So that's the. Somebody that's did ask me because they're with. going to San Francisco, and I was like, I went a hundred years ago, so don't ask me anything about San Francisco. Um, I but I will say go to all the tourist attractions because I had a blast seeing all the like dopey, you know, touristy things. Um, and did you eat rice aroni while you were there? No, oh. no. But we went to like because uh, I just imagine Deli Square. Ooh, oh, that's lovely. Chocolate? Uh, I don't think I remember. I probably did they actually bought chocolate, chocolate? in Giardelli Square. Yeah, it's that's why they call it that. Cause... I mean, that's where they make it. Yeah, I know that. I just thought that there's maybe... like a big chocolate fountain. That's what I wanted to <laughs> know. Like, your, you just like pale. is it just like in my mind? It's like a plate. It's like. You no. know, just like everything's made out of chocolate. Um, the the like seafront there. What is it called? Fisherman's Wharf. Fisherman's Wharf. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I did that, and then we took a, a boat over to Sausalito, and the Whoa. entire time. Do you know what I did the entire time on the ferry over to Sausalito? And I yes, can't wait to hear. Joke about I cannot ferries. wait to hear. Yep. Was vomit like, like you did on the ferry? Yeah, did you stand on the front of the boat like Barbara Streisand and Hello Dolly? No, the entire time I was like, "Ooh, Sassalito!" Do you remember that? No, what's that from? Holly, oh, feel free to find from... it. There was a commercial from Pepperidge Farms Sassalito <laughs> yeah. cookie, and oh, there was gosh. this woman, what? and every time she'd pull out a Sassalito cookie, she'd go, "Ooh, Sassalito!" And so the entire way over there, I was doing that. You know, what? I to nobody's amusement. I would have appreciated it if you actually were eating Pepperidge Farms Sausalitos. I wish I, I could. Have. Pepperidge Farm Sausalito. Mountainous melt in your mouth chunks of the finest chocolate. Baked up big with mounds of munchable macadamias. Craving chocolate chips. Reach for chocolate chunks. Ticket, please. Maybe this isn't it. I'm chocolate. not getting it. I'm but not getting it. But she looks horny for the cookies. I so. swear I mean, there's one doesn't? where the lady goes, ooh, Sassalito. Okay. And it's an island. It's not a cookie. But it's a really fun island. They had lots of stuff to do. I, I want to... like trendy, or uh, not trendy, touristy, fun. I want to go back and revisit how dumb I am, because in my mind, Ghirardelli Square is like a park. And that it's like, I thought the chocolate... But Ghirardelli Square is actually the factory where they make the Yeah, but there's like a... Chocolate. There's like a space in front of it i don't remember it terribly well because it's right on fisher or the fisherman's wharf area uh-huh. i know that and i remember seeing the big ass oh, sign excuse me big <laughs> ass point. um well it's like a it is a a front for imagination so that you will buy the chocolate sure and you can smell it and i took the cable car <laughs> You can smell it. We took the cable car all the way down, which drops you off right there, mm-hmm. um, which was another amazing experience. I mean, it, again, it's all those, you know, the classic quintessential San Francisco touristy things yeah. that probably the people who live in San Francisco don't even do. Yeah. But I, I love that kind of stuff. So mm-hmm. Me too. I'm a goober. 
Uh, well, you know, Ooh, but if you want Sassolito. I can't find that. I'm sorry. I'll try to find There's it. There's a lot sorry. of horny Pepperidge Farm commercials, though. Well, because well, I mean, remember you, it was ladies. Don't you get excited about that? Eating stuff? sexy cookies. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Album, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson. Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. It's right because like only ladies ate Pepperidge Farm cookies. Right because they're so feminine. Yeah. No, well, I don't you feel like Pepperidge yeah. Farm were marketed for women? They for sure were. Like, and it's just like because women have... Like emotional, like remember, even like coffee, they they talk about Pierre from yes, oh, France. Pierre. Remember, oh, oh yes, uh, Pierre, the, the international Vienna mm-hmm. Foods yeah. International, or mm-hmm. what were they called? International, te- not international foods cafe. Vienna coffee. Hold it on. was like that instant coffee, and you would sit at like a table with your gal pal. Yeah, and you. Uh, yeah. What was it called? What's this remind you? Yeah. Mm, tastes like vanilla, huh? Senior trip. Paris. That cafe! Yeah. Rich, creamy tasting coffee with a hint of vanilla flavor. French vanilla cafe. <laughs> I love this coffee. From General Foods International Coffees. I loved that waiter. Jean-Luc. Jean-Luc! It wasn't even Pierre. <laughs> well, they so had a dumb. It's with a... Jean-Luc. I mean, they <laughs> both, he was it's, so sexy. It's coffee dust. Yes. With fake vanilla flavoring. And, like, I remember when we had that in our... Thank you, Holly. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. Hi. Hey. Um, what's going on with Chloe? Chloe away. Okay. Um, no, actually, literally Chloe away. So um, in all the hullabaloo, in all the hullabaloo, hullabaloo uh, around Brittany yesterday, I think we missed a people exclusive about how Courtney is really doing with this whole Tristan thing. That is Chloe. What did I say? Courtney. Mm-hmm. How Chloe, they all run together. I know. How Chloe. The same. Uh, is really doing um, with the whole Tristan thing. That is Tristan, her now ex, whatever they were. Um, Because I'm not really sure we ever knew what their relationship was. But allegedly, supposedly, it ended a couple weeks ago when he was um, said to have cheated Mm -hmm. again Mm -hmm. on Chloe. And this was the first time with that Sydney Chase Chase individual. Uh, And then we learned about their breakup 
when we saw the pictures of him coming out of a room with three ladies. Yeah, so then all of a sudden there was this rush to be like, oh, no, they broke up. This isn't him cheating again because they broke up weeks ago. Why? Oh, because he cheated on her. Okay, so I don't know. Are you saving trying to save face or something? But anyway, the reason I bring this story and say that... um, it's important is because it comes from People Magazine, and it's a People exclusive. And oh, what does that mean? It means the call's coming from inside the house. So what that tells me is, unlike some other publications who attempt to uh, read the tea leaves of what's really going on, People has a source speaking directly to them that alleges to understand what the Kardashians, in this case, Chloe, is thinking, which lends me to think, or lends me to believe that it's probably um, Chris Jenner, Jenner or Chloe herself. And so I think that's a valuable narrative. I want to understand what they're finally saying, because for so long with this particular storyline that is Chloe and Tristan, we didn't hear anything directly. Oh, no. Right? Like it was all just like innuendo. No. And it was like she would shady Instagram posts. She would show up with a ring on and then people would be like, are they back together? And then there would be a picture of the two of them together. And and then somebody would say, this is a mess. And she'd be like, stop saying it's messy. It's none of your business. I am a victim. I'm going to clap back. Uh, So she would clap back with a K. And a source apparently is talking to people now confirming that indeed Chloe and Tristan are, quote, not together right now. Okay, that means they broke up. Uh, Chloe is frustrated and disappointed. She really trusted Tristan. Okay, well, that was her first mistake. And felt like he was making a genuine effort. And none of us felt that way. She hates that she was wrong about him yet again. Okay. She doesn't ever want to be in this position again. She's trying her best to move on. She's done falling for Tristan's empty promises. I think this is interesting because this is like a different... Chloe, because isn't the Chloe response that we've seen up to this point, like Chloe's like going after the women or like going after comments Mm -hmm. about how dumb all this is. Like she doesn't seem to say anything negative about Tristan. And the the rumor was that they were working on having another child. Mm -hmm. Well, regardless of what's actually going on. The narrative now seems to be from Kardashian HQ that Chloe. Oh, she was. She was so over this because, you know, she thought he could do better, but apparently he can't. So she's done with him now. You know, I actually kind of hope that this is true. I don't I don't know why I think it might be, because there's a piece of that that makes me feel like and I don't know why I care that she's having a moment of understanding her. The fact that she has some. She has made some poor choices with the men that she has uh, yes. been with. And they're all the Kardashians. Yeah. And their um, ability. We, but yeah, that's us, true. But. but then you choose when you when you learn from it, you choose differently, right? So Lamar Odom cheated on her and then they broke up. And then she started dating Tristan Thompson. Well, she dated other people, but then she got together with Tristan Thompson. He cheated on her. They broke up, and then she was like, I'm going to try that one again. But let's have a child. No, I guess they had a child before he cheated. That yeah. was the whole point. She was like in well, the she hospital. Was, no, she was having the baby yeah. while he was with somebody else, yeah. you know, practicing uh, that experience. I'm just <laughs> saying, like, yes. So at some point, there has to be a moment where you go, not that it's but her like, fault. Why did it I'm not take- saying it's her fault, but it's like, 
but what's going on with the choices that I'm making? Well, yeah, it's not, and it's also not about fault, especially when it comes to relationships. Like you can leave that between the two of them and like a therapist or somebody or whatever. But like, I mean, the rest of us can see what's right in front of us. Right. So it would be silly for us to look the other way and act like that's not what's happening. Meaning, like if somebody cheats on you once and you take them back, like that's your choice. But like, I don't have to, I don't have to look the other way. Right. Right. Like I can just be like, well, you understand that that's a huge risk, right? Right. right. And ultimately you get to make your own choices and that's fine. But like at what point when you come back to me and go, well, I tried really hard. Do you not, you know, I mean, I'm not saying like you deserved it. No, Chloe. No, but, but but there has to be a part of you that says, I'm going to accept that that's a possibility. Yeah. That that could happen again. The source goes on to say, um, they're not together right now. The ups and downs with Tristan are always very frustrating for Chloe. She has worked very hard to trust Tristan. And it makes me wonder if he will be back at mm-hmm. some point. Well, that sounds like there's an open door. Or at least... I mean, that might be part of yeah. the problem. When we return on the Colleen and Bradley show, what is the coolest thing you've ever found? Wow! 651-641-1071. We'll take your calls after this on My MyTalk 1071.